0: Hi and welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators. If you enjoy today's episode, please visit my website, Narctroopers.com, where you will find a lot of articles and podcasts and a video blog about the journey back to wholeness and health. Following an abusive, dysfunctional relationship with a cluster B narcissist, sociopath, or psychopath. Today's episode is called The Mad, the Bad, and the Sad Unlocking Personality Disorders and a Deep Dive into the Infamous Cluster B. A personality disorder and a personality trait are not the same things. A trait is simply a personality characteristic like um, generosity or greed. Personality disorders are grouped by the DSM chart into three different groups of personality disorders, A, B, and C, and they are based on the way that they manifest. Often, Internally chaotic disorders cannot be regulated easily, and they are also maladaptive patterns of behavior that affect every part of a person's life. It causes them problems in all areas of their existence, and it can wreak havoc in the lives of those around them, too. When their life is negatively impacted significantly in all aspects and cannot be easily regulated or managed, that's when it becomes a personality disorder and not just a trait. So let's talk about cluster A. If there's three clusters, A, B, and C, of personality disorders, let's first look at cluster A. These include the schizoid disorder, which is characterized by a lack of interest in social relationships, a tendency towards sort of a solitary lifestyle, emotional attachment, detachment, and sometimes apathy, just a lack of interest. Um, Then there's your paranoid, marked by behavior that may seem strange or unusual to others and demonstrates um, suspicion of other people. Uh, These are your conspiracy theorists sometimes. Uh, They can also be people who think others are out to get them. Um, That kind of thing. Then you have your schizotypal personalities. The schizotypal are loners and prefer to keep their distance from others. They have sort of odd speech sometimes and a flat range of emotions. They are sometimes found in psychiatric facilities, residential housing or homeless camps because this group so often has psychotic manifestations to the degree that they can't manage themselves well enough to be able to find a place in regular society. They are termed mad because of their disconnect from reality and as a consequence of delusional or psychotic manifestations. They often respond well to a combination of treatments to the point where they can be managed effectively and restore functionality if treated with a combination of prescription medication and um, talk therapy then it's totally possible for people that are type A to respond well to treatment and to have jobs and families and homes and what looks like um, a pretty functioning, high functioning life. So that would be the mad, the mad as in madness, as in psychosis um, and that kind of thing. So cluster B They're the ones that are nicknamed the bad. Disorders under this category include narcissistic personality disorder. That's the one that everybody knows about these days. It's a mental health condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy. That's the main one, a lack of empathy and remorse. Then you have your antisocial personality disorder. This is characterized by a lack of empathy and regard for other people. No concept of right or wrong. They are deceptive, manipulative, seductive, a lot of times aggressive or violent, but not always. And they participate in criminal activity most of the time. They have no remorse and no conscience whatsoever. The histrionic personality disorder is the third one in cluster B. It's characterized by a pattern of excessive attention-seeking behaviors, including inappropriate seduction and excessive desire for approval. Um, You know, this could be male or female. They are your drama queens or drama kings and uh, everybody, eyes on me, eyes on me. Bipolar personality disorder is pretty commonly known. Um, It's also called manic depressive disorder. This manic depression causes extreme mood swings that include emotional highs, which are called mania, and the lows, which is the depression. Of all the categories of of these personality disorders it's these cluster b uh ones that carry the designation as like the most difficult disorders to treat and they're difficult because they just don't respond well to treatment at all it's sort of the cluster of chaos if you will These disorders wear the badge of bad boys, bad girls. They are interpersonally difficult. They can exist on a spectrum from having just these traits and characteristics that are pretty light to full-blown pathological disorders that render them incapable of being high-functioning or able to lead a normal life with stable relationships. They do not respond well to therapy, medication, or any treatment modality. They're considered the most difficult set of disorders to treat to be able to get a positive outcome. And so that is disheartening, but it's true with the cluster B. Now, your narcissist and your antisocial disordered people, who are also known as sociopaths and psychopaths, a lot of times they... um, are considered the worst of the bunch with histrionic and bipolar being a little less um, life altering, a little less dangerous for everyone else. Um, so, you know, they're not all the same. Um, all right. Then we have our final category of personality disorders, and that would be cluster C, the sad um, cluster C is a set of disorders rooted in fear, shame, insecurity, and it manifests as anxiety, sometimes even panic disorder. They often involve abandonment and attachment issues, and there are three major types. Number one, the dependent. These people need to be taken care of and need others to assume responsibility for themselves uh avoidant is the second one feelings of extreme social inhibition inadequacy and sensitivity to negative criticism and rejection and then the third and final is compulsive obsessive or um, like uh, ocdc (laughs) we can say Um, this recurs over and over you have unwanted thoughts ideas, sensations. You can't stop thinking about something. It loops, it ruminates. Uh, It makes them feel driven to do something repetitively, which is a compulsion. It could be something from washing your hands, checking that the doors are locked, to um, injuring yourself, you know, uh, cutting or burning could be obsessive. You could be an obsessive kleptomaniac and unable to stop stealing, shoplifting, things like that. Um, So cluster C conditions, uh, also known as the fear and anxiety cluster, often respond pretty well to prescription medication and other treatments. Um, Anxiety medication can manage symptoms of dread and mood stabilizers can level out the feelings of panic. So things do exist to help with this group and they do respond well. So I'd like to take a closer look at cluster B because that's public enemy number one right now uh, is narcissism, sociopathy, and psychopathy are the things that um, everyone's talking about. Narcissists, they... They pretty much have infected the minds of people all over the world. They have infiltrated the the entertainment industry with shows like Killing Eve, Dirty John, and more recently, a little mini series with Na- Nicole Kidman that was really excellent, called The Undoing. I think that was on uh, Netflix. Um, as well as movies like Enough with Jennifer Lopez and Promising Young Woman, a nominated for Academy Award this uh, 2021 year. Excellent movie. Um, they have filled the pages of social media with countless posts and groups and pages dedicated to understanding narcissism and recovering from narcissism. Your next door neighbor. Can talk about narcissists. Folks around the water cooler at work compare notes on their narcissistic boss. And your best friend probably thinks she is dating one. So, narcissists are everywhere and they're growing like a plague. And there's a lot of people that are a little bit reckless with applying that label to people who probably aren't narcissists. They're just jerks. (laughs) You know, we can't forget your garden variety. just jerk okay so there are different um ranges and cadres and all of that when it comes to npd they are not all the same the low range has no knowledge of what they are when you talk about narcissism they just go blank because it doesn't make sense and they don't think that they are that they lack impulse control and they demonstrate primitive behavior. Um, the low range are often the ones that have trouble with their tempers, and they rage, and they hit, and they punch, things like that. Now, when you get to the mid-range, you don't see the violence uh, nearly as almost never with the mid-range narcissist. Um, they also live in a false reality with very little awareness of what they are but they are a little bit more sophisticated in their methods. They rarely exhibit um, out-of-control behavior, like their temper or rage. They replace it with something called cold fury and silent treatments and passive-aggressive behavior. And these things are more manipulative and seductive. Um, The high-level person with NPD... um, is also like that too, but even a step higher. So the mid-range is probably more dangerous because they're not obviously disordered. They cover it up pretty well. Now, your high-level person has all those qualities. They manage well. They're high-functioning. They have everybody fooled. But uh, they sometimes do have an awareness of what they are, which is the most chilling part. Uh, They're more calculating. They share more qualities with a sociopath or psychopath, who are also more um, calculating in their crimes against people. Um, narcissist, there's two types. You can be cerebral or somatic. If you generate your fuel or supply by using um, your body or your or uh, something like that, then you are somatic if you gain your fuel and your supply by using your mind and your intellectual abilities, then you're cerebral. Theoretically, you could be both, but most are one or the other, or at least stronger, like 30% somatic, 70% cerebral. comes in all different kinds of combinations. Mm. Furthermore, another distinction happens between other kinds of narcissists, we've got low, medium, high. We have somatic and cerebral. We also have the grandiose or overt narcissist and the vulnerable or covert narcissist. Two very different beasts. The overt is grandiose. They are attention whores and entitled and possessing an inflated sense of self. They are arrogant and consumed with fantasies about being successful with wealth and power. Now, your covert narcissists are usually fragile. They're also known as a vulnerable narcissist. They are self-pitying. They are sensitive to criticism. They imagine themselves having high status. And when they fail, they are always, always, 100% of the time, going to blame somebody else. And they're never going to take responsibility for anything themselves. And they are always going to claim victimhood. It's always going to be poor me. Look how mean everybody's been. Look what they've done to harm me. Oh, no, I'm the poor victim. Mm -hmm. Always. So that's quite a different uh, number of different types of narcissists Um, and so you can't just describe characteristics that they all possess because they possess different characteristics depending on what type they are so now we get into the other public enemy number one which is in addition to narcissists you have your sociopaths and psychopaths Now, both of these sort of fall under the category of antisocial personality disorder on the DSM chart. I don't think they actually name sociopaths so much anymore, Um, but these are types of antisocial personality disorder. It's a pattern where individuals break all codes of conduct, moral codes, legal codes, ethical codes, spiritual codes, personal codes, every kind of code, and they have no remorse, none, no guilt, none for any of the bad things they do. They lack empathy. They can't feel another person's pain. They can't put themselves in that other person's shoes. They can't feel any kind of like, you know, when you hurt, I hurt kind of thing. No, they don't. When you hurt, they don't hurt. Don't even know what that feels like. They have no compassion for other humans or for human suffering. They exhibit ruthlessness and exploitiveness in their behavior. They are opportunists. They are impulsive. They are deceitful. And they don't care if people are hurt or if collateral damage is necessary for them to achieve their goals. They can really be quite charismatic and personable, very charming with those around them. This group ends up usually in prison or as the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, or who knows, maybe as President of the United States, depending on how high-functioning they are. Their psychotic traits can even be leveraged for success. For example, their lack of emotions, such as anxiety and fear, help them to stay calm in frightening situations. Have you ever noticed that, that the narcissist, the psychopath, and the sociopath simply do not um, seem to have any fear or any response to things like that? And that can be a pretty good quality. It sets them up for success if they're going to be performing a high-risk, dangerous job. So the prognosis for cluster B as we said before, it's the worst, um, they have the worst outcomes. Uh, and there's probably more of them than any of the other categories. Um, they're just so manipulative. And, um, a lot of times they don't think that they have a problem. So how can they get better if they can't even acknowledge that there's something wrong? Um, they even may fool their mental health professional. And they're often misdiagnosed as a consequence. You know, there's no real treatment or medication when you have your therapist believing a completely different um, thing. Simply put, their inner mechanisms are non-existent as they are empty and they have no identity or true self. They construct a false self and they believe their own version of reality, which is not real. It's an illusion. The inner circle in their lives often participate in a shared fantasy. And it becomes quite, um, well, it's, it's a type of trauma bonding to them. You're bound to this sick person. You become sick too. As for relationships with the narcissist, sociopath, or psychopath, they tend to prey upon empaths smart, principled, ethical types, or or a lot of times people with childhood trauma and mental health issues of their own, like codependency or attachment issues. I know I, for one, I have some cluster C personality disorders. I've, I know I've had these since 1984, when I first entered therapy. Uh, I've been working on them, since 1984 Uh, but I have allowed repetitive cyclical patterns of of um, you know binding together with dysfunctional narcissists sociopaths and psychopaths so that it really has been um, an impediment for me to prevent me from ever truly becoming whole and healed I was too wrapped up in this fantasy world with this disordered cluster b person and that's a dangerous combination when a b and a c get together <laughs> not not a happy ending and not a good thing very dangerous for both so they just keep exploiting people until there's nothing left and then they discard them and then they rinse and repeat in the short term they're on a relentless quest for fuel and supply character traits, and residual benefits like money, sex, power, prestige, something like that, connections. However, once they get to middle age and beyond, they seek more compatible couplings. For long-term and golden years, instead of seeking the juicy empath, someone like that, they're going to look for another narcissist like them. Or another sociopath, or another psychopath. Eventually, birds of a feather do flock together, and what an interesting partnership that is when you have two people together who are both have Cluster B personality disorders. So the other kinds, um, they don't; they just don't cause the destruction. It's minimal compared to these Cluster B narcissists sociopaths and psychopaths um, the harm with these others is more likely to happen to themselves they're not that dangerous um, they can be treated and they can lead pretty normal lives um, so there's a lot of things to get them on that road and they just need to get there so anyway in conclusion. The bad boys and girls of Cluster B, these narcissists, sociopaths, and psychopaths, are the ones to watch out for. Uh, While approximately one in five psychopaths and narcissists are successful leaders in their fields, captains of industry, champions in their community, and not so um, shiny, maybe, murderous counterparts like there's some of them in this category too they're all cut from the same cloth right regardless of how far they go with it there's no clinical difference between a sociopath and a psychopath really they're both dangerous and these terms are used to refer to people with antisocial personality disorder known as aspd and are often used interchangeably like when somebody talks about one they're talking about all of them in a way so even a narcissist can be dangerous um if they are the malignant pathological narcissist and if they have comorbidities like um addictions and things like that my ex had addictions uh he liked to um uh, you know use drugs he liked to um uh, he was addicted to porn and to uh, cyber sex and all of all of that fun stuff, chat rooms and all of that. And um, yeah, there were several comorbidity um, things in place that exacerbated everything, made it worse. Um, we've looked at people like O.J. Simpson, Scott Peterson. Remember that and his pregnant wife? Ugh. Ted Bundy, Charles Manson, countless others. They were charismatic, good-looking, almost cult-like charm, and they committed unspeakable atrocities without a shred of remorse or regret. So just remember, they live and walk among us, shrouded in a false persona of courtesy. I'm so polite. Look at me. I'm so kind. I'm so generous. And so they plunged the dagger in. And serve you up with a side of fries. (laughs) Yeah. The primer on types of personality disorders, what we've just been talking about, should equip you to enter the world of predators and dysregulated individuals with some degree of awareness and protection. And we need to grow that. Most people are not even aware of these maladaptive behaviors and they become easy targets. And a word of caution, regardless of how strong or smart or in control you think you are, a cluster B narcissist, sociopath, or psychopath, and many times combinations of all three mixed together, can demolish your life before you even know what hits you. They destroy, disengage, then burn everything to the ground so that you are completely annihilated. Nothing left but um, scorched earth, no one standing, no one survives. And then they erase you and they erase your entire life together as if it never happened. You are deleted. You are destroyed on multiple levels. It is an extinction level event, an existential crisis. It will take longer than you think to recover. And I know, I know this to be true. You ask how? Because it happened to me. It happened to me. All right, Troopers. I'm inviting you to follow my work, to educate yourself, empower yourself, learn about what all this is, and then understand the intellectual comprehension of all of this is only one piece of the healing puzzle. You have to heal spiritually because you have been assaulted on a psychic spiritual level. You have to heal emotionally because your emotions have been manipulated and altered and they're all over the place. You have to heal your body Trauma is stored in the body. It is a somatic experience when you have trauma that alters your very DNA. Yes, read about it. This is science. The chemicals, the dopamine, the the serotonin, the cortisol, all the things that happen, the neural pathways in the brain, and the way that the body has a muscle memory for abuse, unfortunately. So healing is a multi-pronged. Um, thing that you have to do and understanding is only one part but you know what if you understand it's a good first part keep going troopers let's do the hard work and let's get healthy let's get whole and let's get past this thing so that nobody ever does this to us again okay have a good week coming up see y'all soon bye Oh, 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 oh,